Blog Talk Radio. to another episode of the Mystical Matchmaker Podcast. I'm your host, Marla Martinson. Oh my gosh, we have the most juicy, phenomenal um, subject for you today. I'm so excited about this. Um, before I tell you about my guest, though, I am going to read from Louise Hayes' Heart Thoughts, A Treasury of Inner Wisdom, as I usually do. And don't we all just want peace? So Louise Hay wrote just a short piece on peace. She says, relax and enjoy life. Know that whatever you need to know is revealed to you in the perfect time-space sequence. I am at peace. Today you are a new person. Relax and free your thoughts of all stresses and pressure. No person, place, or thing can irritate or annoy you. You are at peace. You are a free person living in a world that is a reflection on your own love and understanding. You are not against anything. You are for everything that will improve the quality of your life. You use your words and thoughts as tools to shape your future. You express gratitude often and look for things to be thankful for. You are relaxed. You live a peaceful life. (laughs) This is, (coughs) excuse me. (laughs) This is so interesting because it says here, no person, place, or thing can irritate or annoy you. You are at peace. I had the biggest argument, you guys, last night with my hubby over the vaccine. And uh, today that feeling was still lingering. He's, you know, one of us is going to get it, one of us is not. And we, uh, you know, it was was kind of a... um, eh, point of contention there it did not the conversation did not go well and you know all I thought about this morning was you know the most important thing to have in our life is peace because with it when we are peaceful we have health our intuition rises I know that I had to get really peaceful and really quiet for my psychic abilities to come forward uh, at a more powerful level and just doing things with um, within peace and not um, letting people push our triggers and and, um, just imagine living a trigger-free life. What would that be like? Well, my guest today is all about frequency. And I would say, you know, the frequency in a relationship and a marriage and uh, the frequency of of trying to find somebody to be with, the frequency of money, everything's frequency, right? It's It's the frequency in the body, frequencies everywhere. Ah, Karen Chong is the child of immigrant parents. She was pushed to succeed and always be the top of her class and succeed. She did creating a real estate business with 20 to $25 million in sales with her husband until a health crisis sent her on a mission to heal. And that search would ultimately lead Karen to frequency work, culminating in a complete change of career and bringing her the place where she now works with individuals and corporations to help them clear the blockages that hinder their forward momentum. And you guys, I was lucky enough to have a uh, frequency session with her, and I'm going to tell you about it once I bring Karen on. Hi, Karen. Hi, Marla. Thank you for having me. Oh, thanks for being here. So I'm going to have you tell us exactly what this work is, but first I'm going to just tell you uh, the results that I had. I mean, it was just a 20-minute Yeah, it was just a 20-minute session, you guys, and I'm an energy worker, and I'm all about frequency and all of this, but so for the past, probably for the past about four years, I've had this um, pain, uncomfortableness in my right breast. Um, It felt like as if there was a makeup sponge inside there, like I knew there was something in there, and it was just like I kept telling my husband, something's in there, something's wrong. And I'd go get my thermography and I'd get a, I got a, um, 
uh, ultrasound and they said there's nothing there you know and uh then i figured then a spirit guide actually who was channeled said that i was very sensitive to coffee and i noticed you know i drink coffee and then it would um feel that and it would get really bad sometimes and so um I was looking up on the internet about fibrous breasts and stuff, and it did say that coffee can uh, exasperate it. And then I told my doctor, my mainstream doctor, about the coffee. He goes, well, that probably is what was bothering you. So anyway, I I did feel, though, that there was something more behind this, some emotion or something. So it was very interesting because, when Karen, when I had this uh, session with you, and then within about a half an hour, I didn't have any more odd feeling in my breast and for the past couple since since the um session with you i've as an experiment every morning i've been drinking like three cups of coffee and i don't feel anything (laughs) i wanted to see and i am going to stop i'm going to get off coffee you guys because i'm doing a a one-month cleanse starting this week but 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 literally the amount that i drank the last few days would have been really irritating in my breast how it works I mean you were talking about distortion patterns and I feel like I got some distortion patterns taken out it was all my breast was all distorted from frequency okay go ahead I'll give the stage to you now (laughs) yeah totally and so what you're um, um, experiencing is the removal of the distortion patterns so I'm just going to back up uh, I answer your question, yes. cause I, I, and we'll get to exactly why that was released. And I'm, I'm going to just talk briefly about what happened for you, if you don't mind, just a little bit in your session so people have more context. Yeah. But, um, yeah. okay, so everything is vibrating, right? This is not a new concept. A lot of people have been talking how everything is, is, a, is vibration. And um, as I mentioned in our session together, um, frequencies are basically the underpinning for everything. So if you can imagine water, so let's just make it a little bit more understandable. So if you can imagine water, when the molecules of water vibrate really fast, it's steam, and then when those um, molecular vibration slows down, it becomes liquid water, and then when that molecular vibration slows down even more, it becomes ice or something solid. Okay? So if you imagine that on a much, much more exponential scale, that's really how our reality works. So if you can imagine the oneness or pure source or whatever you want to call the divine, vibrating at an extraordinarily high rate. Okay, We don't have instruments to measure it yet, actually, but um, it's vibrating at this exceptionally high rate. For the oneness to be aware even of itself requires a separation. right? So for it to be aware of itself, there needs to be a drop in vibrational level. As that vibrational level drops, frequencies are created. As that vibrational level drops even more, that those frequencies condition what we call energy and that m- many people talk about are, are talking about more and more these days. And as that vibrational level slows down even more, it creates density or physical matter or what we consider to be physical form. So it doesn't really matter how much you do on the physical to some degree. Okay? So, because it's very mm-hmm. difficult to create change in the physical if you don't change at the frequency level first. Like you can affect change. You just have to do a lot of work to get the change to happen sometimes. And the change can be very short-lived, especially where you tend to get stuck or you have the most distortion, which I'll get to in just a minute. So it's really difficult to, like I said, change um, things really for over a longer period of time and more completely without changing the source of the problem, which is the frequency first. So it's kind of like um, somebody who has um, been with, um, for your audience, like somebody who is like this amazing person. Like we all have a friend who's like this amazing, incredible, I'm going to say woman for me, like a a woman who's like attractive, smart, um, successful, like, you know, ticks all the, like a lovely, amazing person. And yet, you know, she keeps attracting the same kind of jerk. And, you know, this person isn't dumb. Mm-hmm. It's like she's, she's, she's helping herself, right? She's going to the personal development seminar. She's reading the books. She's, you know, doing the things, right? And yet, even despite all the work she's doing on herself, to some degree, at some point, she still ends up with the same kind of guy, right? Different guy, like different mm-hmm. person, obviously, mm-hmm. in time, but same kind of guy. Abuse patterns or whatever, taking her for granted or whatever it is that it is. Why is that happening? 
it's because she herself is resonating with certain frequency distortion patterns, which are calling that kind of guy to her, right? So meaning like somebody who, for example, is emotionally abusive or she has low self-worth patterns, for example. So she attracts somebody who doesn't consider her very valuable, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or she has yeah. patterns of control where she always um, tends because she's like a beacon, right? We're like beacons. We're like emanating these frequencies. And that frequency is calling for that reality to come to us. So if she is carrying that distortion pattern, for example, of control or um, someone who's a bit oppressive, then what will happen is that she will attract in men who tend to dominate her, for example, not in a good way. Right. So yeah. that's what I mean by frequencies create the reality. So now if you can imagine the oneness vibrating again at that very high rate, out of that oneness come these spheres of pure source energy, at least from the way I perceive the world. And those spheres vibrate at a very specific and unique vibrational rate. That vibrational rate is what individuates us. It's what makes you you and me me. When those spheres then drop into embodiment or the physical form, what happens is what look like layers and layers and layers and layers and layers and layers of a duct tape form around the sphere. Now, have you ever seen a ball of duct tape or picked one up? You know that they're really, really heavy. So the sphere is still this beautiful sphere of pure source energy vibrating, but now it's being weighed down by all the heaviness of that duct tape. So it starts to wobble it starts to vibrate a lot slower because it's got that weight. It can't perceive pure source in all directions around it. It forgets that it's there. So those layers of that duct tape are metaphors for things like our, what our lineage experienced, right? And this is the field of epigenetics. Dr. Bruce Lipton talks about this mm-hmm. quite a fair bit. And um, Dr. Joseph Spenza and how that what your ancestors experienced very much condition or um, uh, will influence how your genes express and the choices you make, whether or not you knew those ancestors. Also, our cultural conditioning is there. Our religious conditioning is there. Even if you yourself are not that religious or your family hasn't been, your ancestors certainly have been. And your past lives. All of these things create those layers of duct tape. So what happens is that because consciousness has risen enough and I've released enough of my own distortion patterns I have the unique ability to be able to release these layers of duct tape so what we're doing is we're editing you on spirit level the blueprint that you think is you so that you can live to your highest potential and what used to take sometimes lifetimes to do can now be done in a couple of minutes so it's a really spectacular time to be an embodiment And for you to get back to circle way back to your question, which is like, why don't I have this thing in my breast anymore? Well, uh, Mm -hmm. for you, what you did, because you are an intuitive, and this happens a lot for people who are intuitive, is you you used to have the dynamic or the distortion pattern where you would pull into your, the bundle that is you, the distortion of other. Okay, so the people that you're with or the people that you're working with or whatever, because you have this you had this tendency of wanting to help, which is a beautiful frequency. However, it was a bit distorted where you had to sacrifice in order to help. Once we release all those distortion patterns and pulled out the distortion that you've been picking up for not just this lifetime but others, then surprise, the physical follows. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's what happens. So that's why mm-hmm. you release what happened in, your, in, in the breast, the physical pain, because what was happening is the distortions that you've been picking up and carrying for you had been um, symptomizing as a physical thing. So that's what I mean by yeah. you, can't, you have to change the frequency first in order to be able to change the form. So that is my long answer <laughs> to your question. So do you think that the coffee, though, exasperated it? It seemed like to get worse with that. But would it be, would there be physical things that are, what do you, what do you say sure. about that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because okay. coffee or caffeine can um, yeah. create what I call a time distortion. Now, we all think of time as like a certain way. We all think of it as linear and we think it works in a certain way. And um, I'm not going to get too into that because it's like a huge topic, actually. But caffeine right. tends to just push you out of the present moment because it speeds you up. That's what it does. Oh. Sugar does something very similar. It creates a time distortion, and it can actually cause a time loop where you actually distort into the future 
because it's pushing you out of yourself. Does that make sense? It pushes you ahead in time, and it speeds you up and out of your body. And for someone like you, who tends to be more sensitive, and you used to uh, be a little floaty, right, out of your body sometimes, that Mm -hmm. pushes you further Mm -hmm. out of the body. When you're out of the body, you're not in what I call the zero point of space, okay? So the zero point of space is right in the center of your body, in the middle of your solar plexus, and you're not in the zero point of time, which is the present moment in linear time. When you're out of that very specific crosshair, you have very um, or strong challenge with being able to influence and co-create your reality. So what happens as a result is when caffeine speeds us up and pushes us into a future time distortion and takes us out of our body, we start to symptomize physically. It starts to exas- It starts to like um, how do I ex- like uh, accelerate or um, like uh, uh, amplify the distortion that we already have. So for you, it happened to be a physical thing. Does that make sense? Like a physical discomfort. Yeah. Yeah. So it just amplified yeah. the distortion that was there and caused it to trigger oh. that physical sensation. So, but what we and what we did in that 20 minutes, which um, seemed like a short time, but a lot happened, is we also pulled you back into the zero point of space and time. Once you're anchored there, then you have more influence over your reality, and that physicalness, that's that that distortion of that physicalness doesn't have to be um, amplified. And also we released all that distortion as well, right? So um, that wasn't there to be amplified. Does that make sense? There are a couple of things happening at the same time. Yeah. But um, I have a question. Yeah. So now that I sure. drank all that coffee for a few days, did I push myself back <laughs> forward again? Did I screw anything up? <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah. So I would just pull you back a little. I'll, I can do that as we're talking, but um, not terribly because you like you actually prefer being in the present moment. You you will um, most people do. It makes you feel more grounded, more centered, more empowered. So you just feel like huh, that piece you talked about actually in that beautiful reading that you yeah. did from Louise Hayes. That piece yeah. comes from being in the zero point of space and time. That's when you feel like, okay, and you're not really thinking about anything, you're not worried about anything, because when you're in that zero point, when you're in that, um, in the body, right, what I said, right in the center Mm -hmm. of your solar plexus, and right in the zero point of time, the body exists only in the present moment. Okay, so you're, mm-hmm. it, it's, the mind will take you into the, 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 into the future and the past, which is a projection of the mind. But the body exists in the present moment. When you're here in the present moment, like truly, okay, so not just like, I mean like really in the present. You're not thinking about your to-do list. You're not thinking about anything, really. You're just here in the present moment. That is where you become mm-hmm. really expansive, where you are in that peaceful mm-hmm. stillness where anything is possible because anything is truly possible. That is when the gateway to infinite possibility opens. Okay? Now, how much possibility you have access to is dependent on how high your frequency resonance is. However, for the doorway to open, to even crack open, you need to be in that zero point of space and time. So, yeah. So so when you do the, the session with someone, uh, so that's what happens. You take out the distortion patterns that you see because I didn't really share anything with you. You nope. could see yeah. what was going on. And yeah. then so that happens. And then, um, you know, you send the recording and suggest we listen to it. And then yeah. um, I was looking on your website and, and it was asking, like, well, how often should we do this? Is, are there more things? So let's say I say, okay, I want to do another session with you, let's say, next month. And then we say, well, can you – look into any distortion from maybe since I'm, you know, doing psychic work, maybe it can accelerate because I was burned as a witch 400, 500 years ago, or, or can you look into why I'm, you know, have arguments in my marriage or, or can yeah. people come to you and say, uh, or what do you, you know, I'm just yeah. curious about the continuing, if there's more to take out, if there's things we can yeah. ask. Yeah. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. So um, for the first session, I usually recommend um, that um, if you – okay, so I'll just distinguish. So a lot of people want to have individual sessions with me, which is like a tendency because in our culture we think, oh, well, we're individuals, so we want to get the stuff addressed that's mine, which is totally normal, and mm-hmm. that is what, as a culture, we're uh, being um, conditioned to. So individual sessions are fantastic. You, uh, the, for the first session, you don't have to tell me anything because uh, we think that you know we're very uh, separate and private and no one can see these things, but really you're just a bundle of frequencies. So if you can perceive on frequency level like I can, then it's, you're kind of like an open code. Like it's very easy for me to tap into. Now, 
in terms of priority, uh, I always recommend for the first session that you um, uh, go with me just tapping into you because you're high, remember, I'm in response to your higher self. So I just want to back up out of this and just say, a lot of people think I'm doing something to them. I am and I'm not. I am actually in response to your higher self. So meaning your higher self is dictating what is priority. So it's not Karen, the ego persona, that's deciding on her own what it is that's important to do today. It's really your higher self. So um, on the first one, you don't have to tell me anything. On the second, third, fourth one, you don't have to tell me anything. But if there's something that's persistent that you would like addressing, then, of course, please ask. That's totally possible. Mm -hmm. In terms of how much work can you do, um, really, my feeling is, um, there are, we are so conditioned to giving away our power in our culture where we want someone to tell us what to do. My feeling is to empower the person. You know when you want more work from me. You will know. It's like it's pretty clear, right? You're going to get this feeling. Mm-hmm. You're going to know immediately or you're going to get these nudges or you're just going to feel it in your body. You're like, I need to have more of this kind of work. Okay? And if you don't, then you don't, and that's fine. Or you might in two years from now. I have no idea. That's not really for me to determine. I really just hold a neutral space. If my persona gets involved, then it really doesn't really work very well um, because I'm serving at a a high-level order where it has to be at a higher frequency resonance for the frequency work to work. The other thing that's important to know is that I give a lot of um, what I call group frequency calibrations, which because, like mm-hmm. I said, of the way our culture works, we tend to like sort of like um, kind of uh, like think of them as less important than individual stuff. However, mm-hmm. frequency work is at a higher level order. So when you have a group come together, okay, with this kind of frequency resonance, with the intention of becoming more aware of the connection to pure source and wanting to connect to release distortion around a particular topic with someone who's of a high enough resonance, okay, which would be someone like me who's guiding, the momentum on spirit level is breathtaking. You, can, like, you may not have enough momentum on your own to release some of the stuff that you have because you only have, like, by yourself, a certain amount of, like, like acceleration. But with a group, man, you're meeting with the higher selves of everyone in that group. And the momentum that you can generate from that with everyone clearing, like, who you meet with on that group, you'll never know who they are. But chances are you have overlapping distortions. That clearing can happen so fast, people are like, wow. It's almost like you were, mm-hmm. you, you were talking to me individually, and you hit, like, every, like, issue that I possibly had on that particular thing, and the acceleration is amazing. So um, the group frequency calibrations are super powerful. A lot of people will do mm-hmm. a combination of the group stuff and some individual stuff, um, but the group stuff is really um, – uh, it's, it's affordable and also extremely powerful. Mm-hmm. So those are the two ways that you can interact with frequency work. Wow, that's incredible. And so what about uh, people who have a lot of health issues? Let's say somebody has, um, you know, digestive issues, there's Crohn's disease, or they've got, you know, different chronic things going on. Uh, yeah. And then they do some frequency work with you. Have you ever seen anything like that clear up? or? Um, yeah. What's, yeah, tell me a little bit about yeah. something like that. Totally. So what I will say is that frequency work acts linearly and nonlinearly. Okay, so meaning it's direct and indirect. Some people, meaning that some people will have a session and literally pain that they had, kind of like you, they have a session, pain they had is gone. Like they're like, holy crap, I woke up the next morning. Sorry, I said crap on your show. But anyway, I, they woke up the next okay. morning, thing is gone. <laughs> right? Like thing is gone. Yeah. yeah. Okay. For other people, yeah. it's not direct like that. So I just want to set, like, to open your expectation. Because when you release distortion pattern, it may be that what happens instead is that because you no longer have the distortion, you meet all of a sudden a practitioner or, um, um, or you find a different modality or a diet comes in or something comes in or like a new supplement or a nutritional thing or whatever that comes in that you never would have come across if you hadn't had that distortion pattern removed. And that's the thing that resolves the physicality. Make sense? So it's not necessarily mm-hmm. direct or linear, but without having done the frequency work, you wouldn't have found that thing. And an example of that is we had, um, I had a client whose child um, – was autistic and had, um, or slightly mildly autistic and had an issue with um, um, always having to poop, 
like um, couldn't control it and mm-hmm. was like 14 and very embarrassing for the poor kid. And mm-hmm. so what happened was as a result of working with him, the work allowed the, literally within I think 48 hours, someone reached out to them with a, with a referral to a chiropractor who specifically does work on teenagers specifically with this issue, specifically. Mm-hmm. And the kid yeah. within three sessions, totally different child. Okay, so. Do you see what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be necessarily direct. We tend to think in our culture it has to be direct. Mm -hmm. It's not like that. It's much broader. So you have to um, almost like expand what it is that you think is possible because anything really is possible. It's not necessarily linear. And um, that's when more possibilities can come in, more magic, more synchronicities, that type of thing. So as myself as a matchmaker, I've, I've been working with, with singles for 20 years and, and many wow. um, wonderful, just like you were saying, like these beautiful, amazing women, um, uh, they're not dumb, you know, they're, they're, they've got a lot going yeah. on, but, but I, I've seen some of these ladies uh, for the past two decades, they're still single, still looking the same, you know, and, and yeah. so there must be some distortion patterns. So, I mean, I can imagine this would be phenomenal to, to have some work done with you and remove that. And have you seen, have oh, you had totally. any case studies or seen where yeah. people came to you and then they got, found the one like the next week or whatever? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, see, yeah. absolutely. And it may not be as fast as next week. It may be actually. Um, yeah. But I've had a, a, a number of clients who have come to me with this and um, a lot of times uh, there's a lot of stuff having to do with self-worth. Okay, self-worth, mm-hmm. abuse, like that for for these different women that I'm talking about. Okay, so not necessarily your clients, but right. that's typically what came up. A lot of how to, a lot of control patterns where they either were being controlled or they were controlling, having to learning to soften mm-hmm. into their feminine, into this, into surrender from strength. Okay, so not surrender mm-hmm. as in like I'm a victim, but surrender from strength, meaning like I am strong enough internally so I can surrender. I know with absolute certainty I can transcend whatever comes my way, and with these women, like it's spectacular because um, in one particular case, this um, one woman, she always ended up with these guys who were emotionally abusive with her. Like she's this amazing. I'm like, oh my god, I cannot believe you're going out with this another guy like this. And then mm-hmm. with some work, it took about um, for her about four months. Um, she went on a date, and uh, she. Uh, he was not her type. Like if you'd asked her beforehand, uh, what is your type? She would have been not that <laughs> physically. Mm-hmm. But she was like, mm-hmm. you know what? I really had this lovely connection with, her, with him. And instead of like trying to figure out where it was that they were going on stuff, she just really enjoyed being present with him in that moment. She just enjoyed the experience of him because she was able to. She was able to surrender into the present moment. And they had more and more fun. They had – and it, within, I think um, – uh, Six months, or maybe it was eight, he'd proposed to her, and uh, mm. they're getting married. So it's just, mm-hmm. uh, this is because of her work. Now, she didn't come to me just for work on her relationship. She came to me for other things. But part of her thing is she's like, why am I always with the same kind of guy? And she came to me because yeah. she was heartbroken, actually. You know, so many, she's like, I'm tired of having my heart broken. I'm tired of it. And then I had another woman who came to me who um, her husband, um, they divorced because her husband had cheated on her with one of her friends. And now that she was afraid of losing their child to, you know, the, this new, the new couple or whatever. And so all this stuff, yeah. and, you know, it's amazing What's amazing about this work, it just like almost makes me cry because it's just so phenomenal to witness this in people. She became internally strong where she's like, you know what? It's really not about them. It's about me and about how mm-hmm. I feel and how strong I am. And eventually she realized, wait, like I actually was testing him. I was trying to, I always expected that he would leave me. So I kept pushing him and pushing him and pushing him. And finally he did leave me. She's like, I'm not saying that he had nothing to do with it, but I can see what I did it in it and I can take accountability and I don't have any like bad feelings towards him. I don't have fear. Mm-hmm. I don't have fear about losing my child. I don't, I don't have any of that anymore. You know, I can be in discussion with him and co-parent with him in a way that's you know, what I feel in integrity with myself without getting triggered. And it's really like, I feel free. Like she said to me, I feel free. And I was just like, good for you. It was just like a celebration mm-hmm. moment. I was like, good for you. Because 
I mean, how phenomenal was that? I mean, yes, the breakup was the catalyst, but her freedom, like, would she have expected that? No. Right? And that is mm-hmm. really, to, to witness that um, is really uh, just a tremendous blessing and an honor. Oh, beautiful. So I'm looking at the, on your website, the group, uh, about the group sessions, but where, I don't see a click. Where do we, when, when are these group sessions? Yeah, and there, so are they on Zoom? What, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So what happens is if you look at events, you'll see anything that's upcoming. And then if you look at products, you'll see anything in the past. So a lot of people will say, well, how do the recordings work and why do they work? So every mm-hmm. um, recordings, so this work is done beyond space time. It's done in the timeless. And so as a result, when we're meeting with the mastermind, it's way beyond linear time. And what I'm doing is I'm creating a thread in time to that particular mastermind. So when you listen to it, you're pulled into that moment as if you were meeting with the mastermind live. Okay, so just to be clear, it's not like the distortion patterns are in the recording and I'm releasing the distortion patterns in the recording. It's not that. It's that it creates this time thread, basically, that pulls you into that moment. So it is as if you were there in that moment in time. Mm -hmm. So you Mm -hmm. can clear a bunch of different things, um, and uh, so you can see uh, participate in the recordings. You can also, like I said, participate in the upcoming uh, live events. And um, there also, if you go to the where to start um, page, mm-hmm. there's it's also uh, in categories. So if you are interested in relationship, okay. there's a whole laundry list of things that we suggest some of which are free, mm-hmm. some of which are yeah. paid for, that you can use. Um, also, uh, we have done over 100 episodes of, of, of um, the podcast that I have created called Mastering Your World Through Frequencies. And the most important thing about those podcasts is at the end of every episode, I give the work for free for that particular topic. It may not be as in-depth as something else that you would receive, but it's a good 20, 25 minutes. We get through quite a bit. And that is the most important part of the um, podcast. The interview is really helpful to understand how things work on spirit level, um, but the work, the, the real work is the uh, group frequency calibrations given for free at the end. And you can see yeah. a list by topic. Like you can see a list of all the different podcast episodes. or You can hear it. You can listen to what I mean. Or you can watch it. It really doesn't matter. Um, but those are there as free resources as well. Oh, my gosh. I'm looking at, um, <clears throat> so you guys who are listening, and you can go to her uh, the, in the show notes as Karen's website. Um, but I see you have all of these uh, different, uh, audios, they're $25. You've got boundaries, breaking away from draining relationships, breaking free from infatuation and unrequited love. Oh my gosh. So I also <laughs> am a psychic on a couple of psychic hotlines, like on the side, okay. which I just love to do, right? So on the psychic hotlines, mostly the it'll be women, call, many, many women calling saying, is, is my ex going to come back? Is this guy, I met him, but he's kind of, he's never asked me out, but is he, you know, or, or he's, my ex is remarried to somebody else. Can you check what's going on over there in their relationship? Do you think they might break up? Is he still thinking about me? This is phenomenal. This breaking free from infatuation and unrequited love. Love that. That would be for all of those ladies. I mean, there's just um, detoxification of the mind, the sleep, um, grounding, um, uh, enhancing productivity and focus. The fear of failure. Yeah. This is great. So yeah. How long are those uh, those audios? About? Those are yeah. Those audios are about thirty minutes, and it will sound mm-hmm. a lot like a guided meditation. And the frequency work is mm-hmm. being done. There are also things called mm-hmm. deep dives, which are like three in a row for things that are a little stickier. So there's one on transcending low self worth and non deserving, which is like a huge mm. thing especially for women. Um, uh, It happens with men, obviously, as well. But for women with those kind of questions that you're asking, that would be really, really um, helpful for them. Um, And there is, um, you know, um, uh, a deep dive on powerfully aligning sensuality and sexuality, uh, which is also Mm -hmm. a really big deal um, for um, both men and women. Um, But 
all these types of heavier, stickier things um, are in what I call a deep dive. Those are $59, the series of three. Uh, those are extremely mm -hmm. powerful. Because you have this momentum from one session to the other with the same mastermind, the momentum is actually exponential. It's not linear. So uh, that can be really helpful. Yeah, and if people are interested in learning more about how to create more coherence, how to create more change in their physical reality, uh, I do give a class called Coherence Mastery, um, the first class of which is free if you're curious about, or the intro class is free if you're curious about that. So there's a lot, a lot of resources um, on the site for different things uh, to help people clear the things that are keeping them stuck and keeping them away from what they want to be and what they want to experience. Okay, here's one that caught my eye. Pineal gland and heartfelt heart field activation, enhancing inspired and creative decision making, making collaboration and problem solving. So the so I'm always wanting trying to open my pineal gland more. <laughs> I've taken supplements, yeah. meditating. Is that what that does? Or but you've got the decision making, yeah. collaboration, pro problem solving mixed in there. What is that? That one. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. So. Yeah, when you have the um, essentially, there's a link between the pineal gland and the or the pineal gland and the heart space. That um, so we do a lot of clearing around the, the pineal gland, and then when you link the pineal gland and the heart space together, um, what happens is like rocket fuel essentially because the heart field is much faster than that of the mind. Right? It's much more expanded. It's bigger. It receives more quickly. It also is in, in oneness because it doesn't have something called the ego mind, right? There is less du there's no duality in the heart field, whereas in you know, the mind there is duality. When you connect the pineal gland, which is the thing that helps us to not only receive information but also project information, when you connect these two fields together, it creates like a huge field where you can essentially not only pick up a lot more information, but it helps you in the embodiment. So meaning it, it becomes more like inspired productivity because these two fields that are very powerful are linked together and working in coherence. So that can be a really uh, powerful combination. Yeah. And then how, how often – now people can just listen to this every uh, week or – what what do you suggest on those these audios yeah. that people get? Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, so thank you for asking that question. What I would say is that well, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer your question, but what I'm gonna mention is some people when they listen to this will fall asleep and they'll think, oh, it's not working. Mm -hmm. The reason you're falling asleep is because the frequency resonance is very high, and you can't actually maintain conscious awareness and and be in that frequency. So what will happen is your higher self will sort of kick your mind into sleep so that you can be in the state that's open so that you can have the change done. You know, meaning like it's, it's more efficient if your mind isn't all getting in there and in the business and slowing things down. So what I used to do um, is that I would, um, and uh, if I'm encountering something that's a very high frequency um, and I fall asleep, I'll listen to the point until I can get to the point that I stay awake then I know that I've integrated that frequency and can maintain conscious awareness. So that is one way of doing it. And the second thing is you intuitively will know how much you want to listen to it. Like you'll know, you'll notice that you really want to listen to it a lot. And then at some point you notice that you just stop. You stop listening to it for whatever mm -hmm. reason. And that's mm -hmm. enough indication that you're like, okay, integration is complete. So that is um, a good way to know that. And it's also important to know that there is something called integration or detox, which can happen from – it sounds kind of funny, like I'm just listening to this recording, like what's the big deal? But things can happen mm -hmm. where um, um, because you are taking in or uh, exposing yourself to very high frequency resonance, your uh, whole system has to integrate it, right? So on spirit level, you can integrate very quickly because – and that's the level that I work at, spirit level, frequency level, because everything is in the eternal now and it's vibrating very fast. So things can change extremely quickly. As you slow down the frequency resonance, we, you come into physical matter or what I would call the physical body, right? Physical, mental, emotional bodies vibrate much slower than at spirit level. Obviously, you're embodied, right? You're solid, you're form. So that takes a little longer to catch up. And sometimes, so the important thing is, this is not passive, right? Like I don't just like presto, changeo, like do some magic on you and it's done. You have free will. 
it requires mm-hmm. action on your part because this is your journey. It's not mine, right? I can't dictate what is important for you. You have free will. So when we do the frequency work, it's important that when things flare, so for example, if things come up um, with regards to you know, arguments in a relationship or whatnot, say for example for you, um, mm-hmm. that is likely an indication that you are releasing one of these patterns that we did. Okay, with mm-hmm. regards to, mm-hmm. for you, it might be control or whatever, okay, whether you're being controlled or controlling. And so as a result, mm-hmm. it's showing up in your physical reality, okay, as an argument with somebody. And it's for you yeah. in that moment to do what I call confirm the removal of that distortion pattern. Because, again, you have free will. You can do it in one of two ways. One is you can just uh, choose So first, be aware that it's happening and choose to do something different. So meaning, if it's always the same argument and always kind of take the same tone, people tend to take the same stance to be like, no, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not always just going to get, like, for example, say your pattern is, I get really upset and then one of us walks away. Right? So maybe it's like, no, I'm not going to get upset this time. I'm going to just stay. I'm going to be really present with him. And I'm just going to really listen to him. Okay, like just notice, can I be with this person? Just witness what this person is going through right now. Like perhaps that's different, Mm -hmm. for example. So in that choice of that dynamic being different, you are confirming removing that pattern out of your field because you're like, I don't want that anymore. I choose something different. This is no longer mine. That's one way of doing it. The other way of doing it would be um, I do have a confirming the removal of the pattern, GFC, which leads you through a five-step process, which is very simple and very powerful, to help you more efficiently confirm the removal of the pattern, Um, whether it's in the present moment, in the future past, it doesn't really matter, but it leads people through that process. It's um, very easy, and it's probably the most important tool in people's toolkits in terms of frequency work and having it be the most effective possible. Like, how do you get the most juice out of the orange or whatever, you know, the fruit? So mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So how do you get the most out of the work? If you, and this is, I really noticed when people confirm remove the pattern, because they're taking accountability, they are stepping into their power, they are understanding that they are co-creating their reality, all that stuff is happening at the same time, they can accelerate way faster than someone who just wants to be saved. Right? And just sort of like, okay, well, this is my right. problem. It's always going to be my problem. Right? Someone just saved me. Right? So um, it's a very different dynamic, and it can really make a difference in terms of how fast the change is for people on spirit level and also in the physical. Okay, that's fascinating. So w- one more question. So when sure. um, you, were ta- you took out my distortion pattern about yeah. uh, people were pushing, like the people, my clients and people I do readings, they were pushing in um and the so that was removed but then now if i can when i'm continuing on with more yeah. clients and more will it reestablish or i should just keep yeah. doing the um yeah what happens there yeah so what happens is so when you work with your next client for example and you feel so this would be an opportunity Okay, so let's imagine that yeah. you have a client who's trying to push their frequency to you. You're like, wow, this person's being really pushy, right? They don't want this mm-hmm. frequency of whatever it is. And you're sensitive, so you can feel when it is. It's for you to hold mm-hmm. your space. You're like, nope, I'm not taking that. It's not mine. I'm not taking that. They have to sort that. I want to help them. I can help mm-hmm. them. And I'm, helping them does not mean it comes into the field that is me. Okay? That, mm-hmm. That's not what that means. So when you do that, you essentially are confirming, removing that pattern out of the physical, mental, emotional realm, and then it's just done. So um, that is, it just literally deletes out of the field completely. And, and now there are, however, some things that are very deep, like, you know, they have certain layers. So some of us, for example, if you challenge around relationship, it's sometimes if it's like a low self-worth pattern, it'll come up a number of times because there's nuance to it, right? So it'll be mm-hmm. a, a number of things that you kind of have to get through before you can get to the point where you feel this level of confidence and trust in yourself. Some things you can clear very quickly because they're not as layered, depending on who you are. Right? Just like, you know, some people mm-hmm. are charged around relationship, mm-hmm. other people aren't. Some people are really charged around abundance, other people aren't, for example, right? So it just depends on who you are and how many layers of a particular distortion pattern you have. And if you are confirming removing the pattern, like we talked about just now, the, it is mm-hmm. fast. Like, 
the amount of distortion that you can remove your like facilitate the removal of yourself is really really phenomenal it's really quick so, so like around, like I had, you know, it was a t- terrible argument last night I had with my hubby. And so then this, and I, she, and I did have another little tiff with him too after, and I, and I remember reading that you say, okay, I, I acknowledge that I acknowledge that distortion and release it. And so now, so if I had that, and then today I could just say, acknowledge that pattern and I just release it, just acknowledge yeah, that and release exactly. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm sorry, I, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, yeah. It will feel crunchy, right? That's the point, right? It's to show you what it is that you no longer want. So some people think, oh, it's coming back, right? Like I just removed, I don't know, whatever, uh, anxiousness or right. whatever. And I feel anxious again. Sometimes it intensifies, not because it's coming back, but because it's leaving you and you haven't really okay. recognized it within you. So literally the pattern is leaving. It's like you've done a cleanse and you're purging out the toxicity, mm-hmm. except for this time the toxicity mm-hmm. happens to be a pattern. So when you're in the cleanse and you're doing it, you know, there's often that moment where you kind of feel headachy and not so great and whatever, 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 right. until you right. get to the point where yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, I feel clear. It's the same. You're doing the same thing mm-hmm. out of your physical, mental, emotional body. It just happens to be instead of like, I don't know, physical toxicity, it's, it's, uh, it's a distortion pattern. So that's why people are like, wow, it's intensifying. It's not bad. It's coming out of you. So just to be clear, I don't put anything mm-hmm. into anybody. Mm-hmm. We're just releasing right. stuff that was in you. Okay? So that's what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. And while I've been on this call with you, I had at one point my lips were kind of buzzing and now I just had some little pokes on my back as if somebody took little needles and poked my sort of the right side of my upper back a little towards. And then I have some crown um, energy and stuff. So it's just kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. Letting you know. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, no, well, I thank you. Heat on my right, <laughs> I don't know, heat on my, heat, let, having some heat on my right uh hand now wow yeah. all so, right yeah so yeah. that is um, a form of like physical release so as you are physically like so when because my frequency resonance is high high enough what happens is when you come into my field okay even though we're not physically yeah. proximate you already are releasing distortion because wh- why because we entrain up in resonance right so we that that sphere Right, that, that I talked about inside the duct tape, wants to be free mm-hmm. of the duct tape. So when it's like, oh, wait, that other sphere doesn't have as much duct tape. Wait, what? Wait, I don't, wait, I have duct tape around me? I don't want it. So you start to release it because mm-hmm. you're like, wow, I don't have it. It's kind of like the guy who ran that four-minute, who broke, who ran the four-minute mile for the first time, mm-hmm. or seven-minute mile, yeah. I think seven, four, four-minute, sorry, four-minute mile. He did the four-minute mile, and everyone thought it was impossible, and as soon as he did the four-minute right. mile, I think his name is Jim, Jim Rohn or something, um, every, like, many, many, many more people could then run a four-minute mile, and now they're doing, you know, marathons yeah. in, like, sub-two hours, which is kind of insanity, but, you know, so my point is that as humans, we want to train upwards in terms of our frequency resonance, so when you are physically feeling these things, you're starting to purge out this, uh, this distortion out of your, and you're, because you're sensitive, you're feeling it come out of your physical body, so a lot of people, or mm-hmm. not a lot, a, a number of people will have physical sensation, especially, um, as they start to release more and more. And um, you'll feel all these sort of tinglings and openness and things popping out and mm-hmm. things like this. Some people feel, some people shake. Yeah, you don't have to have any of this. Uh, some people have absolutely nothing, and that's totally valid as well. But some people have a very physical experience. Some people literally feel things coming out of them, um, like uh, different distortions. It really depends on who you are. But, um, yeah, mm-hmm. that's what's happening. Yeah, I had more po- pokes on my back, little pokes, and it's, this is so cool. I just love it. Ooh, I'm just letting it release <laughs> just by your voice. Yeah. That's so magical. It's like, well, you're just walking around talking to people and he- healing all these people, really having to release stuff just by being yeah. in your frequency. So how did your frequency get this high? Just, I mean, your, your whole story is on your website about your growing up and stuff, but just give us a little glimpse into, you know, how, how long you've been doing this frequency work and how it got this yeah. high. To do yeah, this. so yeah. um, let's see. I've been um, a seeker um, for much of my adult life. I got really sick in my uh, early 20s, and that created a health crisis um, and uh, is what 
catalyzed me to start seeking in the first place. And in that 25 years, I've tried, you know, a whole bunch of different, like Chris, my husband Chris and I have tried a whole bunch of different modalities. So, um, you know, we've been exploring spirit, we explore traditional business coaching, that type of thing. And um, because of the health crisis and, and we were, you know, we're just curious people and seeking. And we had built this uh, very successful business in San Francisco, um, helping people buy and sell homes. And we noticed that um, despite all the different modalities that we were using, from coaching to all these energetic modalities, et cetera, we were kind of hitting the ceiling when it came to what we were able to produce compared to some other people who didn't really didn't seem to work as hard or care about the clients as much or whatever. They were outproducing us. And I was like, what is going on? Like, why are we kind of hitting the ceiling and um, physically or from a health perspective, I was having challenge. And then uh, one day, as it happens sometimes with these things, um, I was, I'd just come back from a trip to France and I was at my acupuncturist's office and um, I was turning to leave and she said, have you ever heard of frequency work? And when she said that, time felt very long to me. It was this moment where like, I could actually discern each angle as I turned. It like, got really slow. It's like, kind of like out of the matrix or something. But it got really slow. And I thought, and I immediately in that moment, I think I turned back to her and I said, no, but I know I need to. So I followed that. So for two years, um, just because of the type of, I'm a pretty intense person just generally <laughs> speaking <laughs> as an individual. So I was like, because yeah. for, for me, when something resonates, I'm a go, right? I'm like, I, I don't really have to think about it too much. I'm just like, all right, whatever that is, I'm very curious about it. And so um, there are only a very, very tiny handful of people who do frequency work. Um, but for me, I knew it was the, the thing, and I'm, you know, it's funny, even with all this openness to all these different energy modalities, I was open but skeptical because I think you and I both know, Marla, there are people out there who purport to do things who don't or who mm-hmm. are doing yep. things that aren't great, right, or, or controlling or whatever, right. oppressive, and there are people who are doing wonderful things. And you have to have some kind of discernment when you're working, um, when, you know, when you're exploring, at least that's what I found. And so yeah. – um, for me, um, when I started, I was like, this is it. This is what I've been looking for. I just knew. I, I, it was just a knowingness. And so for two years, intensively, that started in about August of 2015, and for two years, intensively, like doing the, a lot, like every amount of frequency work that I could get my hands on, basically. And the detox was pretty intense. I, I, I'm not going to lie. It was uh, crunchy. Uh, a good period of that time. And then in um, December, and also amazing, Okay, so it's weird. It sounds like it's only negative. But at the same time, as you're going through the challenge, you, at least for me, I was like, wow, this is coming up. But I'm changing. Like, it's the nature of the challenge is changing. So I can appreciate the challenge. Like, I see what I'm learning from this. I'm getting to grow from it. So as opposed to it just being something that I had to, like, suffer through, it became this odd, amazing growth process. And then in about um, December 2017, I had my first experience where um, I essentially pierced the veil of forgetting, where um, which is that thing that makes us feel like we're separate and that um, separate from pure source, and that we're these individuated little beings um, that are not connected to anything. So I actually pierced the veil of forgetting into um, you know oneness or whatever you want to call it, and in that moment. Um, I, it was a very long meditation. I think it was nine hours. Um, I've never done one that long ever since. Um, but in that moment, when that happened, it was so profound because I, I, this is not a thinking thing. It's, it's, it's hard to describe in words because it's, it's not a thinking thing. It was simply this like, deep, profound knowingness that everything was me and I was everything. And that any form of I that there was wasn't and it didn't matter and when I first realized that uh, let's call it realized or felt that whatever you perceived it I um I laughed out loud like there's nobody in this little studio apartment in the middle of Sedona I was there by myself sitting on this couch and I just laughed for 20 minutes and there because I couldn't believe that I had forgotten it I was just like how do you forget that to breathe like how do you forget your toe like how do you like I don't even like it's how do you forget it's so implicit in everything and then I cried for probably another number of minutes because of the grief that Mm -hmm. we all forget 
And then after that uh, experience, um, for me, I was like, oh, my God. Everything is accessible in the oneness, like everything. There's no need to seek anymore. It's all here. We just have forgotten. And then I would be out hiking, you know, for the rest of my time there. And looking at everything, I was like, this is an illusion. Like I can, it's like I could put my hand through the skin of what is the physical reality and be like, oh, that's what's really underneath. And I just, and that's when my abilities came in. Um, and I didn't really advertise or anything. People were just like, hey, so uh, what, uh, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I didn't know I did anything. <laughs> and then I started, <laughs> I was like, oh, I guess I can help you. And then, um, and then I started that in about January of 2018. And uh, my resonance because, you know, we're human, so this is an infinite... Anyone who tells you that like, there's an end-all, be-all, there isn't. It's infinite. We're infinite beings. It's, it's an it's a mm-hmm. infinite journey, if, if you want it to be, right? I mean, it really is. And so, um, I mean, you can stop at any point, obviously, but it is an infinite journey. And so, um, for me, it's been this constant refinement, constant release of my own distortion patterns, catching myself. It's a lot about accountability. And what I'll say is, as your resonance rises... Uh, detox integration happens a lot faster. You catch yourself mm-hmm. a lot faster. You are more separate from your emotion and your thought, so you don't get pulled into it as much. You can laugh at yourself mm-hmm. a lot more easily, which, by the way, is a lot more fun than you would imagine because it's free, right? Because mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, there's that thing <laughs> yeah. that I'm doing. And, you know, you also move from what I call the little S self perspective, where we identify with the ego mind and our emotions, and you move more to identifying with the big S self or um, the aspect that I say that I call identified with spirit. And once you are, have that ability to bridge these two things, right? It's not about like a lot of traditions will talk about like you know, squishing the ego, the ego mind, right? It's not a Mm-hmm. From my perspective, it's not about that. You're human. You're, you're meant to have a human experience. It's can you have both? And then realize that when you are having the little S self-experience, can you have a different, bigger, higher-level perspective that gives context to that and be in the unknown and be okay with that? So it's about cultivating both from my perspective. And a lot of the mastery that comes in frequency work is being able to cultivate or create the big S self and then be able to have the experience of both, and that's what I call coherence or coherence mastery, which is something that also I teach, which is um, not really a, I mean, I guess it's a, it's a mental thing, but it's also a resonance thing. Like, really, it comes down to resonance. If I can impart one thing, it's like everything comes down to how high is your frequency resonance. That's it. Mm. That alters everything in terms of what you experience, how you experience it, um, what you, your possibilities are, what change you can, um, you can have, and all that sort of thing comes down to that one thing. And um, to me, that is um, really as a result of becoming even more aware of your connection only to pure source. And that's the big S self, mm. knowing connection beautiful two two more questions so when you said sure. that you started to go get frequency work all this different frequency work what free uh frequency work were, were you getting at reiki or were you getting what you do from people oh, what different kinds of frequency yeah, work thank were you, you um, getting yeah so yeah. For, for me it was the one other per- there were two other people at the time who were doing frequency work um Okay. Uh, and uh, one's, one's name is Masajati. He still th- does it. And then there's another okay, one. Okay, I know who that is. Anymore. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so uh, okay. Mas is the one that I um, I was working with both of them. Oh. And um, But the, the woman um, no longer uh, does the work, so I, I'm not going to say her name. But, um, right. yeah, so she decided to focus on family. But um, that's the work that I, I did. Um, and, um, and so well, that's sorry, the same work that yeah. you do now. Is that like what Mas was doing? Is yeah, same. I would say, yeah, well, okay. so Moss and I do similar work, but we're very different people. Like, <laughs> so our yeah. personalities are right. very different, so how we give the work is very specific to us, right? Like, um, mm-hmm. we, we're very different as people. So, therefore, just like anything, right? Like, a doctor will be different, like, from another doctor, even though they are yeah. the same specialization, right. right? They're just different people. So, similarly, Moss and I are, are different people. So, yeah. Yeah, so it's interesting because, of course, I know about energy work. I'm a Reiki practitioner, and I do send healings and this and that, but I haven't heard, hadn't heard of frequency work where you're taking out the distorted patterns and stuff. This is new to me, this specific uh, modality. 
So, yeah. so you didn't, um, so you didn't create it, what you do, like in our session, I'm okay. I'm removing this distortion or I see you, you were trained or it came to you or did yeah. you make yeah. up? I mean, did you create what you're doing? Well, what I would say is that it really, it, it can't be trained. So it simply is a result of one's frequency resonance and combination with ability. So meaning that I can't uh, do what I do if my resonance were lower. So it requires mm-hmm. that your frequency resonance is high enough to be able to do what yeah. I do. And um, I didn't ask for it. I, I mean, uh, if you mm-hmm. told me, I don't know, in 2000, the summer of 2017, could you do this? I would have laughed. I would have been like, yeah, I don't think so. But you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I didn't yeah. ask for it. Uh, it just happened as a result of that experience, um, that first experience uh, that I described to you, and my frequency resonance getting high enough and my own unique ability of being able to do this. Everyone has different gifts. We all have different abilities. Right, um, right. I've, I've, I've always had abilities, like even as a kid, but they weren't like this. Um, and so really yeah. frequency work is possible right now because consciousness is rising. We are at, like, I mean, it doesn't yeah. seem like this given like what is happening in the world. You're like, really, you know, like what's happening in terms of polarization, <laughs> right. et cetera, right? But that is yeah. required. That breakdown yeah. is required in order for something of a higher resonating order to come in. So consciousness is rising. And as a result of that consciousness rising, and also this kind of work is even possible. So even Moss being able mm-hmm. to do what he does was not possible before mm-hmm. he started because the resonance wasn't mm-hmm. high enough. Right? And then, of mm-hmm. course, as more and more people do this kind of work and resonance rises generally, then it tips into more and more people. Right? This is the ripple effect, and this is what I call everyone's superpower, which is you know, the higher your frequency resonance without you physically doing anything. At some point, if your resonance gets high enough, it ripples out and influences not only your family, your friends, your community. It starts to now ripple out into humanity and into the oneness. So the, and in a positive way, because your resonance has risen enough that it's having a significant impact. And that is a superpower that we are not really aware of, that we all have. We don't have to use it, but it's there for us should we choose to. So... Um, yeah, it's a really spectacular opportunity. And how our gifts express are very unique to us. Some of us are more physical. So some people are really amazing at um, being at a very, very high resonance. And when people ask them questions in their response, they light up the other person. That is a gift. Mm-hmm. We don't think of it as a gift, mm-hmm. but it is because it rise, raises oh, yeah. up that other person's resonance and can catalyze awakening. We are getting to the point thankfully, that at some point soon, it feels like, um, there will be more people whose frequency resonance is high enough that really literally by entering their field, it catalyzes awakening. Okay? It catalyzes it. doesn't necessarily yeah. you know, complete it. And, and besides like doing frequency will, work, besides doing frequency work with you, how would people get their frequency as high as possible? Uh, well, frequency work is the fastest way that I know of because it's the most direct okay. and the most um, impactful. So I'll just talk about, um, I'll just illustrate something because I think it'll be helpful. So okay. let's just say okay. for an example that the, um, the human expression or um, of what's possible at this level of consciousness is on a scale of like zero to 100. Okay, let's just say, for example, zero to 100. Now, everybody thinks of themselves, I don't know why they do this, but a lot of people will think, okay, well, I'm a certain frequency resonance, which is like a, one, like a dot on that scale. It's not. You're actually a bandwidth. Okay? So let's just imagine mm-hmm. that your resonance is between 10 and 20, let's just say. Okay? So meaning that mm-hmm. when you are eating really well, you've slept well, you've exercised, things are going well, you have clients that you like, you're at the higher end of that bandwidth. Right? So you're at 20. Mm-hmm. Or closer to 20. Okay. When you're not feeling good, you've had a fight with your husband, like your friend is doing something or other, now your frequency resonance is dropping to 10. Okay? Mm-hmm. So we all know those days, right? We've yeah. all experienced that. So that's the frequency bandwidth that, that, that is you. And things like personal development can help you come up to the higher end of that scale because you know how to manage your time, you know how to have more um, you know, uh, productivity, that type of thing. You can get more fulfillment. You also can do self-care, right? Modalities like acupuncture, massage, like all these different things can start to have you come up higher in your resonance. 
Frequency work okay. is one of the only modalities that I know of that will help you move your resonance up from 10 to 20 to 20 to 30 and then 30 to 40. Mm-hmm. It's not linear like that, but you know what I mean. It just helps you push your frequency right. bandwidth up. Right. It's the fastest way. Why? Because you're releasing the distortion patterns, and as your distortion patterns drop off, which are heavy, your frequency resonance naturally rises. You don't really have to do that, but it does. Um, there are other forms, I imagine, of meditation that uh, I'm not aware of. I don't, I don't, I don't have an awareness of everything out there, but um, that mm-hmm. I'm sure will help you to, to raise your resonance. The challenge is this. If you have things that help you to raise your resonance or like different creation manifestation modalities or different whatever it is, if you don't release the distortion, it's always going to pull your resonance down. You've got to release the distortion, Mm -hmm. right? So people are really into creation manifestation, which is really awesome and really powerful. But if you have distortion patterns running, it's going to hijack your creation manifestation because the distortion patterns are still running and they're influencing what you're creating manifesting. Make sense? You have to release the distortion right. patterns for it to be clearer. Same with different, um, you know, meditations or I don't know practices that raise your resonance. If you don't eliminate the distortion patterns, you're going to get pulled down by them. It's just like it's sort of inevitable, kind of. So yeah. um, it's like the weight okay. um, that of on a hot air balloon that like kind of you know those sandbags you know that they have around hot air yeah. balloons that kind of drag the balloon mm-hmm. down. You got to cut the rope so the weight comes off, the ballast mm-hmm. comes off, so the balloon can rise. So that's. Um, important in terms of releasing distortion pattern and frequency resonance going up. Mm, fascinating. I, I have uh, I have a circle every Saturday night on Zoom where people uh, will sign up and we'll, um, I'll do some energy work and we'll, you know, I'll give some um, messages from the spirit guides, et cetera. So there was this one woman who had never been before and she'd heard me on the radio or something. And so she went to uh, my PayPal to to from followed the link went to PayPal to pay and as she said when I went when I pushed the button to pay the ten dollars on the PayPal I had a surge of energy run through me like a healing energy run through my body when I pushed the button isn't that interesting I just I yeah. I, I, I thought I mean I can't uh, get over that uh, little story that she said I was just like wow even my PayPal is uh, charged up with some frequency for people now. <laughs> That's awesome. That's super awesome. Yeah. So I thought that was cool. Well, um, Karen, thank you so much for spending this time with us. I'm sure there's a lot of people who are going to be coming and getting frequency work. I can't wait to do one of the group sessions. And I just think you're so amazing, so unique, and just have so much to share. And I just thank you so much for for joining me on the Mystical Matchmaker podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Marla. This is a lot of fun. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Much love, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. If you love this podcast, please leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button. For more inspiration and to stay connected, find me on Instagram at The Mystical Matchmaker or my website, MarlaMartinson.com. Much, much love and hope you have a mystical, magical day.